episode 205. Thank you all for listening to episode 204, Too Much Honky Tonk Hammer. I am Mantis Toboggan, MD, here with my co-host. Stupid bird. Cousin Sal Bryant. <laughs> oh, God. We're, we're missing our uh, our bird. Stupid bird. We're missing him. We'll let you all know when he shows up. Maybe it'll be on this episode. Maybe it won't be. You'll hear him calling right in. Right, right. Or, or he'll, he'll do his, God damn it. <laughs> like D. Uh, so thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. He has a new song releasing on Friday, which is tomorrow for those listening to this episode. It's called Red Cup Dub, featuring Strange Music Inc., artist Mayday, and Trey Miller from One Life to Lead. Looking forward to getting that from him so we can play it on the show. We're going to try to get it from him so we can play it next week. Uh, congrats again to Wes Anderson. I think this is his seventh song. Am I right? Six or seven, so. right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll say seven. I thought it may have been eight. But you're- it might be. And he's uh, – so this is produced by Howie Spangler of Ballyhoo and Duke Sims. So that's Shinobi Nick. And then the art artwork that he has here is Dega Studios. So congrats, Wes, again. Look forward to hearing the song. It comes out on Friday. We'll give it a listen and hopefully get it for the show. And we got to have him back again. Yeah. 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 Need to find out if he got his jacket back. <laughs> From EC3? Yeah. That bum. That bum. Damn bums. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> all right. So just a reminder. Um we have a couple special episodes coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, the week of, I guess it would be August 25th, we are not recording. We're doing two episodes on the 22nd. We're going to have the grownups hopefully recording for us, and we'll do some fill-ins, and if they cannot make it, we'll just do it on Zoom. And uh, we're going to have the episode of The Pod versus Jeremy and his crew. Looking forward to that. And we are also that night going to do our last show at the right field office with the grownups. And hopefully we're going to get a couple of them there. The plan is to do three teams of two, but we will see what happens. Uh, If we only have to do two teams of two, we'll have some different fill-ins and we will be happy to do it, but it's going to be a sports movie jeopardy two rounds and a final jeopardy. We're looking forward to that. It'll be our last hurrah downtown at right field office. Maybe there'll be a game down there. We don't know uh, as we get there, but Looking forward to that. Round that up at Rightfield Office. Have a good celebration, and uh, and then the following week we'll be back for regular episodes. Sweet. Ready for it? Yes, sir. So all I know is we gotta we gotta sweep them in basketball. I don't know how good they are. Any I know none of their talents. We gotta sweep them in basketball. Softball is gonna be a hit or miss, and then uh, football we should dominate them. I'll just be like Zaza Pachulia and just put my foot out every time they have a jump shot. <laughs> I don't know. I just got invited to uh, sub in for the softball league Sunday night. So I might be able to play myself into shape over the next. Uh, Get some practice in one day? Yeah, right. Three hours? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need to do something. I need to go try to hit a ball or pretend. Yeah, we need to, we need to figure out when they can get together. I'm going in cold. Yeah, he's going in cold. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I know we – like, cornhole, getting that many cornhole boards out there might be tough, so we'll have to figure that out. And we still got to remember that if it is raining that day, we're doing the rain date on the 3rd, but we'll 
regardless doing the right field office Saturday night. Like that's happening regardless. We ain't moving that. That's inside so that we can get that scheduled. So it'll be a good time. Looking forward to it. We'll have fun. Uh, Bear, uh, I'm going to update the golf standings here and hopefully you can, I'll share the screen and hopefully you can just kind of tell us what happened last week uh, with golf. Um, <clears throat> no, I can't because I don't remember what happened. I think this right. is the, uh, this is probably like the third week in a row I haven't watched golf, but I was actually busy. I had family in town, so I, uh, I can look up and see what happened. I think, uh, did Brooks win or he finished second or something like that last week? He was close, I think. Uh, let's see. All right. The old WGC. Ah, yeah. Justin Thomas won. Yeah. Cause he took over number one player in the world again. I forgot about that. Kepka finished tied second. Yeah. So Thomas shot five under on the last round to, uh, jump a whole plethora of people and end up winning the tournament by three over Phil Mickelson, um, Brooks Kepka, Daniel Berger. Berger also shot five under to get him to 10 under. So sounds like it was pretty decent. Um, decent Sunday, but yeah, so John Rahm's uh, reign lasted all of, what, one week, I think, and it looks like we I lost, so. I don't even have yeah. golf standings up <laughs> <laughs> with this poor man internet. Oh, right. Let's but yeah, so, can... go ahead. So I'll try to pull up, because it was, what, the St. Jude last Yeah, week? it was the St. Jude, yeah. I mean, and uh, like I said, from what I heard, it was pretty decent, I mean, you know, you had four people at 10 under, four people at nine under, three people at eight, five at seven. So, I mean, it was it was rather close, the top 20 spots right there. Not bad at all. But, yeah, with Justin Thomas coming through and ended up taking that tournament, puts him back to number one in the world, going into the PGA Championship this week. Finally a major. Feels like it's yeah, first one. First one. It's funny because it's always the last one, and now it's the first one. Right. Um, over in San Francisco, I was uh, looking at the weather and whatnot. They said that it was supposed to be like uh, like the warmest it was going to be is like 68, I think they said, that whole week. Wow. Like mid-60s because they're like right on the water. So it should, you know, right. it should be rather interesting to see how they play this week. There's a lot of long holes. I think the course is playing at like 7,300 yards. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how they play. I see uh, Tiger got out there for a round because he didn't play in the St. Jude. But I just got a thing on ESPN a little bit ago that says he's changing his putter, and well, that's never good. You know, a day before right. starts. So we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, I'm just happy there's finally a a major here that uh, you know we've we've had some good golf lately, but now that there's actual excitement here and. Some big stakes to see for the the first major of the year, the PGA. It'll be an interesting. My, my fault for getting kicked out. Like I said, I would. <laughs> yeah. No, we we kept it rolling. Um, yeah, it's that water it's, leaking on the wires. Yeah, no shit, man. That fucking that fucking stank got into the wires and destroying my connection. The uh, the uh, so last week I don't know if you mentioned our guys' picks because it probably stopped sharing my screen. Yep. Um, so mm. Dan Daniel Berger, who I had finished second, uh, Jake had Phil Mickelson also finished second. Uh, did you cover who won the tournament? Yeah, went over Justin Thomas winning, becoming number one in the world again. 
Perfect. Webb Simpson was 12th for Cody Bryant, 47 for Bear and Rory McElroy, and a miscut, or no miscut, there wasn't yeah, a miscut, just, a yeah, 69er for Terrell Hatton. Yeah, um, he was last. <laughs> so, updated standings. I'm catching Bear again. Uh, 33.7 for Bear, 34.9 for me, 38.1 for Jake, 41.42.2 for Brandon. So, first pick this week is uh, you, Mr. Cub. Yeah, I have a feeling that um, my buddy Rory McIlroy is probably going to put up a top five this week just because I took him last week. Um, honestly, he's the only one who has, like, a legit win at this course. Um, they played a match play back here in 2015, but, again, that's match play, so it's a little different. They had three senior tournaments and the President's Cup in 09. So, honestly, none of these guys have really played this course. So it's kind of a crapshoot. It's not like one of the ones that uh, come out and through. But, you know, a guy who's won the uh, PGA the last two years would be Mr. Brooks Kepka, And uh, finishing second at uh, in Memphis, you know, kind of sets him up for having another good week this week. So I'm going to go with Brooks Kepka this week. Um, you know, he can, he can certainly three-peat the PGA. There's no doubt about it. I'm going to go with a uh, guy should the, that should be in a top 10. I'm just trying to keep some consistency here. So give me Patrick Cantlay. I have not taken him this year. Plays pretty well. I think it'll be solid. I went through and looked at the first one I did, Bear, was what you had is Kepka. So I took him. And then I looked at Bryson, took him, took Justin Thomas. So I got to save a few of the other big guns for some of the other tournaments. I know we got Tiger. I'll probably save him for Masters. And uh, we got Xander, X-Man, use him later. So this week, can't lay for me. Um, you know, I'm going to think I'm going to go probably with an outlier. Uh, and I don't think I've picked him yet before either. So I'm going to go with uh, Jason Day. You have not picked him. Solid. You can have him. Jason Day, when he has been picked by us this year. So Parrot had him, missed a cut. Bear had him, 16th. I think it's a good pick for you. Yeah, he's been playing a little as of late. So he's I think he's finally right. healthy. That's his downfall is that he just hasn't been healthy the last uh, couple of years. And I mean, before that, he was he was top five. So as long as he stays healthy, I think he, he should have a good showing this week. And I mean, it's either 50-50. He'll either miss the cut or he'll probably win. There you go. Well. <laughs> That's not bad odds. <laughs> not bad odds. So I got to see, Bear, how far I am behind you now. So you've got 606. I've got 628. Yeah, I'm getting there. Getting there. Catching up. I've had three bad weeks in a row. Yeah. Uh, you had that. So you had that second place, and I was 68. That threw me further behind you. And then I gained 30. We washed. And then I uh, gained 45, 35 more. Yep. So yeah, gained a few on me. I just or uh, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, I just had had a couple bad weeks, and you know the what's shitty about it is I was gonna take Phil last week because he plays well at St. Jude, and I I was like, ah, oh, no, we'll just get some points with Rory and put him in. Like, yep, should have just stuck with Phil. But, oh well. You got Phil for later. Maybe he'll yeah, play also, well at the Masters. Also, well, I mean, I you watch him this week. I just. I can see him. Uh, I can see him doing something this week. I just, I don't know. I got one of those feelings. I have him in a couple of my, couple of my lines. 
on FanDuel and DraftKings, just throwing Phil in there because I just – I don't know why. It just seems like he's playing well. And around major time, Phil always seems to end up like top 20 somewhere. So, we'll see. Right. And uh, look forward to this tournament. It'll be a fun one. Um, and this week, switching over to NASCAR – First, we got to thank Brandon All Wear Clothing. Get in touch with him. Allworkclothing.com can help with all your clothing needs, whether it be uh, shirts, hats, boxers, sweatpants, Cheetos dust for your sweatpants, jerseys, anything like that. He can help you out. Sports are coming back into swing a little bit with uh, with uh, some of the kids and the youth. They've been playing, but we don't know what's going to happen in fall sports in high school. We know TPS canceled all of their fall sports. We know that there are several different things happening and changing. We don't know what's going to happen, uh, but he can still help you with your clothing needs. Even if it's not a sport for a sports team, he can help you personally. If you have a podcast, if you're a musician, if you just want to have shirts made, if it's for a corporation, doesn't matter. He'll help you out. Brandon, allclothing.com. All right. So this week we are at MIS this past week. So I was happy. I must say with the 21st with Newman and it was still behind everybody else. So keeping tradition with my NASCAR, uh, you, you gained five more spots on our bird, our resident bird. So you're at 219, Parrot's at 218, one point lead. You guys are going to battle this out the rest of the year. I love it. That's what I'm looking for. This is the best sports race of the year. Yeah, this is a, this is a very good one. I, I, and that's what I knew. Old Matty D had, a, you know, just had a good car. Uh, he loves racing New Hampshire, so... It's, it's a good pick for me. I certainly enjoyed that pick, and I'm happy he did exactly what I was hoping he'd do. Oh, it was a great pick. And then uh, Reddick finished 10th for Cody Bryant. Uh, Jake had Byron 11th, Michael McDowell for Brandon in 19th, and Ryan Newman for me in 21st. Do we have any idea? Uh, well, Brad Keselowski won the race. He dominated. Um, yes, he did. And then I looked at our our – stuff for DraftKings. I know I was second. I was only eight points out. Me and R. Kelly were ahead of pretty much everybody. And I was like, God damn, he, he just had Brad, which screwed me. And because to the lineup, otherwise, I mean, just had him beat. We both had Harvick. Amarola, I had him by 21 points. Custer had a 0.75 less than Dylan. Newman had 10 more than Boyer. Boucher had six less than McDowell. So the difference was Kozlowski. So yeah, should have took Brad. Yeah, I mean, still to only be eight points behind him, still pretty good. And he had Kozlowski who had 30 more points than anybody else. Yep. Like I said, you, you had to had to have Brad there. Really needed to. Yep. All right. So this week, MIS, two nights in a row. We got the Firekeepers Casino 400, or not nights, days, I should say, and the Consumer Energy 400. So uh, you being our leader – well, Jake's the leader, but we'll get his picks later. What do we got? Um, you know, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty here. Um, that's a tough one. And pretty much the guys who uh, dominate this track, nobody has left. Uh, you know, Harvick, Legon, <laughs> right? those kind of guys. So, uh, you know, we're pretty much stuck with going, you know, just kind of making decent picks of guys who do well here. Um, so my first pick, because honestly, one of them was, I thought one of them was going to be Ty Dillon. I saw you pick him for the first race. So I'm definitely taking Ryan Newman the first race. 
Which uh, means Ty, yeah, right, because <laughs> you know Ty Dillon will do better in the second. And I am tossing up right now if I want to take him or if I want to take like a like you know Ryan Priest or something. Ryan Priest does well there. Yeah, last year he had one good finish. He didn't the year before that. And the one that always catches my eye every time, for whatever reason, Daniel Suarez is always up there. But but he has a shit car this year. Exactly. Without Stuart Haas, I just can't do it. So I'm going to go with a guy who has finishes half decent around this place. Um, and I'm pretty sure I haven't taken him. I'm going to go with Chris Busher for my second pick, if I'm not mistaken. You are good. Okay. He and- races decent here. I mean, he's like – He's like a thirteen to twenty finish um, his last few races here. So, no, that's a good that's a good pick, and that's uh, that, that's kind of why I took. Well, you know, I took Ty Dillon, so I'm gonna just might as well say my other pick. Uh, took Cole Custer, who has been having a good year, and he does race for Stuart Haas, and that's kind of what I played into a factor here that Suarez does well here traditionally in a Stuart Haas car. Custer's doing great as a rookie. Uh, in surpass has a win this year so i'm gonna take him which means he'll finish last so i'm sorry cole custer but at least you're already <laughs> in the playoffs yeah go to brian i gotta try to find some people that jeff, i haven't jeff <laughs> gordon i'm gonna go oh, nope nope i got it i got it Bob Spark Plug Holly. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to Sparky Plug, man. I'll be there, damn body. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is John Force still driving? He, I can take well, he does away. NHRA. Buddy. I was about to say, that's that's drag racing. I was I get him for a lap. <laughs> you get him for he'd a straightaway. Yeah, lap. he'd be good on a straightaway. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Matt DiBenedetto. I like it. And Austin Dillon. That's a good pick. You have not. And uh, I I just want to say, this would be fun. I'm kind of sad that they won't have fans because I would have actually gone to one of these races this weekend. Yep. That would have been a fun one to go to. Um, But I do – I want to say before we cut into the next thing is – a year ago today, we released episode 100. So a year ago yesterday, episode 100 took place <laughs> where I died. And I was resurrected by the toilet gods and brought back here <laughs> to do episode 200. Yeah. So, no, it was. Uh, it's hard to believe it's been a year since episode 100 and we're on 205, which is absolutely incredible and insane at the same time. Uh, and we, we're doing some new things. We're going to come up with some new stuff. I know we did the golf outing. Pod plays golf, like we said, we're doing the trivia. We do trivia all the time. Uh, we're going to one of these days. We're going to do a, the pod plays putt putt, and so we might do that with the grownups too. We might go against them and putt putt, but we're trying to figure out a thing to do with it. So that'll be fun. Uh, just might do some different things. I was thinking we could, uh, if we can get a, a go kart track rented or, or you know just let us have it for an hour or two just so we can go have some fun just right. record an episode while we're driving just have a basically right. a sprint race we got to do an episode while we're driving the car we're driving a go-kart <laughs> that would be fucking good that'd be really good uh, that'd be, it'd be fun just start slowing down on purpose god damn take out the bird <laughs> oh yeah I'd, I'd definitely go with the old back quarter panel there and spin parrot out Oh, I bet you if we if we find the right group, they would let us do it. 
we can hook up where you know just wear like uh like i have my headset that i usually wear my bose headset and could wear that wear that or just do whatever and just do the zoom meeting and how you sound loud and clear let's do it all you're gonna hear is wind yeah (laughs) that's the only thing is that there's just wind (laughs) no that'll be good we'll do a putt putt one we're, we're going to do some fun shit that's sports related. I, it was funny. I was in a, in the in the lake in the property my mom bought, and I was like, I wonder if we could do the pod goes fishing. <laughs> you know, but we'd be – That be ain't so, me, dog. That ain't me. Or the pod I do not goes. fish. I have no interest in fishing. You could pull <laughs> anything out there, and I have zero interest. I would not fish no matter what. Unless – Unless someone's like, I'll give you $10 million to fish with me, that'd be the only time I'd go fishing. I mean, we Shit, I'll like fish for 10000 I can never think of them fishing. So we well, we got to do, like, do – Big game fishing or something. We got to do the – catch a – yeah, we can do, go do – what was that in Wedding Crashers when they go skeet shooting? Why don't we catch some <laughs> big, big game, like a fucking human being? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, uh, shit. No, we can do shit like that. I mean, I'd like to do Top Golf and do a show doing that. Top Golf would be a fun one. Uh, got it, Barry? You done it? No, I have not. That, that'd be a fun one for do. us to go do. Yeah, yeah. we definitely got to go do that. The Pod plays home yeah. run derby. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> the Pod has the Pod has a three point contest. Like, any, we could do all this random shit as we get into, you know, not doing just sports and kind of make it fun. Yeah. I mean, I know people like listening to us for sports and everything else. One thing we will not do is the Pod does wrestling. Not happening. Yeah, yeah I ain't. Uh, yeah, I ain't falling on purpose for nobody. <laughs> not, you won't even let me do the finger poke of doom. Come on. Maybe. Oh, I'd, know, I'd take a bump for that. <laughs> yeah, there <we> go. <laughs> There's got to be a ring, though. I'm not doing it on the ground. I'll just do it in right. the pool off the diving board. I think I'd do that. <laughs> Sell it. So I got to do the finger poke and you do your backflip. Yeah. <laughs> off my finger poke. Well, that go. would be, I think that's what they call an oversell. Yeah, that'd be perfect. <laughs> so, you know, we'll come up with some good shit, you know, like uh, eventually if we make trips and go do stuff, the pod, the pod <laughs> places bets. And <laughs> when we get sports betting in Ohio, we obviously won't be able to record in the casino, but we could uh, <laughs> try to do something. Get the casino to let us set up to do a show. You know how much that would help with uh, listenership in this county? Yeah. Right. We could. That's where everybody's at at the casino. Definitely. That's They all are. Did we get some uh, – ah, shit. Oh, damn. It looks like I got a golf on Sunday morning at 7.52 at Riverby. Ugh. Well, that's good. At least you'll beat the rush of jackasses who uh, take eight hours to play out that course. So, so I, don't, I don't think I'd ever play any time after 8.30 there ever again. No. It takes forever. We uh, – me and um, – parrot went there on saturday like it was just raining all day and i wanted to golf and i told him i was like dude the rain's supposed to clear up about 4 30 let's go so about 3 30 we show up we sit out on the patio i had a few cold ones a few steve weisers sitting there waiting and i said once it lets up we'll go i mean if it just starts sprinkling so it started sprinkling it was probably like 4 15 i knew it was going to clear about 4 45 first three holes i was getting my ass hand. i mean i bogeyed the first five holes i just could not grip my club it was bad. I was chunking it, hitting like shit. So Parrot had a four-shot lead on me after seven holes. How do you think it ended after 18? You beat him by 10. 
<laughs> I, already t- I already talked to Cody. He knows. And Cody actually got it right. Cody's like, don't tell me you beat him by 12. I'm like, that's exactly what I beat him by. Mm-hmm. After that seventh hole I got in his head, I said, dude, you got a four-shot lead. You better keep it. And <laughs> so the next two holes, he gets two snowmen. <laughs> and it was downhill from there. And back nine, I played much. Oh, losing my uh, Yeah, no. Obviously, Perry didn't like him talking about this story, so he uh, cut the mic. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I had uh, when I had that I would use to. That's two cutouts in one. Two. Yeah, man. Uh, I remember the best round I had ever played for skins, and I messed around. And I was I was killing everybody on the front nine. I shot like a thirty-five mm-hmm. on the front nine, and uh, I was the only one wearing pants that day. But it was like July. But it started off cold though, man. So I'm like, I wore some pants. I'm like, oh, is it the pants? Is it the pants? I said, it's the pants. Man, I messed around, played. Yeah, I messed around, played the back nine. Shot like six over on the back nine. Lost twenty five dollars, and I says last time I'll ever wear pants again. <laughs> Warmed up a little bit, right? Yeah, it got hot, and then you know you be out on twelve, and you can't change into anything because it's you know eighty seven degrees out all of a sudden. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what this is, but I just saw a uh, thing on Twitter. It says this this be for the wrestling show because no one's gonna care here. But it says Marty yeah. Jeanette. Marty Jetty woke up today and decided to casually confess a murder. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. You see what that? Is wrong with it? Yeah, what is wrong with him? I don't know. <laughs> but it's really weird. Like, I don't get it because, oh, okay, never mind. It goes in the second paragraph of the girl who he's with. Now I get it. Yeah, I guess, like, the girl, the girl, I don't know. Yeah, I guess like, the girl broke his heart or something not or they broke up or something and he just went on to like this rant about you know somebody molesting him behind a bowling alley or something crazy like that and... i'm not done with this shit <laughs> i connected to my phone too if i get kicked out i'm going phone <laughs> <laughs> So what I, I heard you guys talking about that. What's going on? Oh, nothing. Marty Janetti just talked about getting molested. Oh God, that, yeah. I saw that. Marty Janetti being Marty Janetti. He needs help. He needs a lot of help. Anyways, yeah. Well, you were mid-story, so we had nothing to go off of. So that's a wrap. I don't right. even know what the last part of the story you heard was. Um, that you beat Parrot by twelve in golf. Beat him by twelve. Uh, Front nine was rough. Back nine was much better. Birdie the couple beat him. It's all that matters. End of story. <laughs> Poor parrot. Poor parrot. Not really. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> Screw that parrot. Uh, all right. So I see Lil Wayne is a a virtual fan tonight for the Lakers game. Is he? Yeah, the Lakers just find more ways to disappoint me. More every every week it seems. I don't think I could be a uh, virtual fan. I would get censored or kicked out of a game. Right. 
would not be good. You see, they only let like a bunch of like nerds or weirdos be virtual fans. Goddamn nerd. People who actually pay money to do it is what the problem is. Right. But that's the thing. You got to be a nerd to be to actually like pay money to be a virtual fan. Yeah, not me. Yeah. I show my style. Yeah, no, I'm already watching on TV for free. The hell I'm going to pay extra money for it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, uh, Season's looking pretty good. It's going to be fun. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Looking pretty good. Yeah, we'll get to actually, Go ahead. Oh, well, I was going to say, I actually kind of like how there's uh, – I know the NBA will never do it because they'll never give up that money. But it's actually kind of nice not seeing um, any fans like courtside or under the basket or, you know, like any cameras or photographers under the basket. It just seems like the players are, like, going even faster – you know, like to the basket, you know, it, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but it seems like the game is moving even faster than what it usually does. Cause guys are going to the rim, like full speed, knowing there's nothing there that can, you know, they can run into or fall into and hurt them. I see. I was going to enjoy it because I can watch West coast games start at like eight thirty nine o'clock. Yeah. That's nice too. Instead of, you know, 1030. Right actually watch a full game right yeah that's very nice i mean what today was or not today but then they had like a triple header recently there's like a game at 130 330 and 630 or something like yeah. that it's awesome yeah same thing with hockey it's on it's on like all day it's great yeah. all day long love it yeah. absolutely love it so real quick gotta get into they released the Big Ten schedule today. Um, ten games, you know, there's a lot of gaps in between in case I'm sure if a team tests positive for COVID so they can reschedule them. But right now, uh, Ohio State is scheduled to play Michigan October 24th, basically middle of the season. Don't like it. It's weird. <laughs> I don't care what it is. You don't do that shit. It's, it's so weird. I don't know why they couldn't just – I know they said, oh, because of scheduling and this and that, but they still should have been able to get them at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why they're – I don't even – I still don't understand why they're starting in September. You could still start the first week of October and have a bye week and still get all your games. Right. Right. But whatever. It'll be interesting. Hell, yeah. They could actually play the whole conference. Yeah. Right. I, it, it seems like almost what the freaking ACC is doing. Yeah. Even I though I hate the fact that – no, my bad. What? Uh, Notre Dame? No. Fuck Notre Dame. We ain't talking about them. <laughs> so I'm saying, is that what you're mad about? No, no. I, I'm not mad. I just wish they wouldn't play. Just well, I because, think it's hilarious. All yeah. that it takes is one season about to be canceled of everyone's non-conference games for them to join a conference. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And they could have done it a long time ago. I just hate the fact that these kids are out here playing and not getting paid for it. Right. And so just with the – do you see um, – we probably get to it in baseball. I don't know if you guys seen it or not either if we talk about baseball, but – um, one of the pitchers for the Red Sox that had COVID and recovered, and now he can't play 
because of like one of the side effects from him having COVID. He has like an enlarged heart now. Jesus. Yeah, so like he can't play. Sucks. Should have worn a mask. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? You're it's absolutely true. right. How'd he get it? Probably at the bar. Probably at the bar. You might, you know, because wearing a mask, wearing a mask cures and prevents all. Just remember that. Right. And then According you got the freaking Cardinals science. going out to right. Yeah. God forbid. Yeah, hey, hey man, it didn't. It didn't prevent wearing a mask. Did not prevent Ray Mysterio from losing an eye. Well, <laughs> he still has eye holes. Your mask doesn't have a mouth hole. Well, he could have went Jushin Liger and put things over his eyes. So that's Ray Mysterio's fault. Yeah. Nobody wants to see your contact lenses. Or your we know you wear contacts. Yeah, we know. Anyone right. care about his eye when he's had, you know, 1,847 knee surgeries? No one cares about it. Yeah. That's the last yeah, thing those are all, Yeah, those are all like kid knees, though. Not like baby knees. What did you think about uh, UConn canceling their season? Ooh. Congrats. They just saved themselves a one in ten year. Yeah. <laughs> no one right. gives a shit. They know no, they ain't making I mean, any money anyways. Right, I didn't say, but that's a big deal. I mean, I don't know who their – I don't know what their out-of-conference schedule was, but, I mean, they're they, – I didn't know they were independent in football as well. I just found that out. They're independent in football, but there was it the AAC or whatever it is for basketball and everything else. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess technically they weren't really losing any money football I mean they're losing money but I guess it's not you know momentous that you know they don't play football so I mean yeah their their biggest game this year is either Virginia or North Carolina no oh, okay and right yeah so there's no they're not losing any money no they ain't losing but I mean it's a big deal that they're canceling their season uh kind of like with the Ivy League they canceled theirs so, you know, that's kind of, I don't know, the Ivy League kind of canceling their season is kind of a uh, microcosm of what the country is right now. People smart enough to know better not doing it, and then everybody else just like, ah, oh, fuck it. We'll figure it out one way or another. Let's do this. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, that's the only thing with football is that you can't really bubble. Right. There's been no cases in the NBA since this. There's been no cases in the NHL since the bubble. Right, places that have to travel. Baseball, obviously, you see the Marlins, you see the Cardinals. They got, but that was mostly probably helped the Marlins. Probably helped the Marlins. They're three and one. Shit. Yeah, I know. Especially since they're going by records instead of uh, or winning percentage instead of records or whatever it is they're doing for baseball. Maybe it's part of right. It's part of their plan all along. Hell yeah! They sure won one and one got COVID. Right. (laughs) <laughs> but I guess, yeah, with the NBA, or NBA, with major leagues, though, man, it's all their fault. I think the Cardinals, like, went out, like, to the fucking casino or some shit. That's they, like, took a casino trip. Oh. Yeah, man. Guys take casino trips and shit. And I think they, I think once they figured out, they kind of screwed themselves, too. I think they probably could have went into a bubble once they figured out they were only going to play 60 games. They could have had, you know, hell, they could have had two bubbles, really. They could have had, you know, bowls in Arizona and, you know. Uh, That's what they were going to do. A, 
Yeah, like they could have had a bubble. Well, they were going to try to play a full season, though. And, I, and that's what screwed them. You know, trying to play a full season just in Arizona and Florida. But I think they should have revisited that after they went to 60 games. Because then, hell, I mean, you could have easily done 60 games in Florida and Arizona. You know, you split them up. I mean, I don't know how they split up, you know, with their minor league systems and everything. But, hell, you could have just had whatever teams go down there for or their spring training. That could have been your interleague schedule and then called it a day. Could have knocked out 60 games real quick, man, especially now since they're doing seven-inning doubleheaders. Yeah, which is smart. Right. And, and I was a little off. Marlins won again, so they're four and one. Yeah. They won today in their first uh, doubleheader game. Yeah, they get so. they get the oil, oil, Orioles again, who shockingly are five and five. Right. Yankees are eight and two. They lost today to the Phils. Uh, Twins nine and two went in the Central. A's seven and four went in the West. Uh, National League Braves eight and four. Marlins four and one. Central Cubbies are nine and two, and out West Rockies are eight and two. So. Still a lot of season left. I mean, well, if you look at it this way, a sixth yeah, of the season yeah, is over. <laughs> there's only 50 games left. There's not that much. So basically two months. Mm-hmm. That's it. Expect the so, Nationals to go on a run. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, so we'll skip since we did NBA or MLB. That's it. Um, we got to thank Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Atlanta. Georgia. Georgia. Or Ray Charles. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he cut his own grass? Hell yeah. I think they could have put something on a string for him. Right. <laughs> He no, he's blind either. You don't think so? No. I don't know. Have you ever seen that picture of him with the piano and it, he's sitting on it wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they could have said, all right, we can already take the picture now. And he could have, he could have been like, oh, shit, all right, they're going to take the picture. And he probably just scooted over, you know, he slid over right before they snapped the picture. I don't think Stevie Wonder is blind. He might be legally blind, but I don't think he's blind blind. He's got like 12 kids. He ain't that blind. I was going to say, you can see something. Yeah, like. <laughs> you can find the darkest hole right there, buddy. Well, here's the telltale. The no no zone. Here's the right. telltale. There ain't no braille on that. Are any of his kids blind? <laughs> I don't Not know. That. I don't think so. I that don't I don't know. Oh, let me see. Somebody have to. Is that like a. Real quick. Can you inherit that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be good to find the, out. Uh, I'd say, what's the percentage, though? I can't 69. remember. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to think of uh, biology right now. No, like fuck all science shit. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. Like, if one parent's a little person, and then you got a regular person, what are the I odds they can the kid's a little person? <laughs> Yeah. I feel like it'd be 50 50. Yeah, I don't know. Well, while you look that up, so NFL, uh, LaShawn McCoy to the Bucks. So that was, it's good for them. I mean, it's all vets now. Do you think that the Buccaneers will make the playoffs? 
Um, maybe wild card. Maybe. And next week, I think we're going to start doing our NFL. We might do the whole NFC next week. And then the following week, do the whole AFC. I mean, you got to think. You got Dallas, Philadelphia, Green Bay, Minnesota, New Orleans, Tampa, Atlanta, Seattle, San Francisco, and the Rams. I mean, Carolina's not going to be bad with Bridgewater. Yeah. They're just, not going to make the playoffs, but. No. They'll be 6-10, and 10, but, I mean, that's a lot of good teams you got to get through. A lot of good teams. We'll see. We're going to find out how good Tom Brady really is. But, I mean, he's surrounded by weapons. This is the most weapons he's ever had. Yeah, I agree with that. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I mean, you got Gronk now. And who? which one did they get rid of? Which other tight end did they get rid of? I think Cameron Bray because they kept O.J. Howard. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I mean, you got the, I mean, it's just nuts. And then McCoy's just because who's their other back? I mean, McCoy's older, obviously, but he's good for a few a few downs. Yeah, I think uh, Ronald Jones the third is their guy, the guy they just drafted, like two cool. years ago, maybe. We'll see. Arians is a good coach too, so I mean, it'll be interesting. We'll find out. I mean, it's uh, it's going to be good. And uh, I did find a thing here. I don't know if you guys saw the video of uh, Derek Carr bitching. <laughs> about, you know, I need to be taken seriously and I'm sick of being, you know, basically shit on. So I took, I took, a, a, I'm going to give you some stats. I found this pretty interesting and I want you to tell me it's either, you're, it's a blind study. One of them in each of these studies is Derek Carr. So I just want you to tell me which one you would rather have. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cody Bryant, you still around? Yeah, I'm in the fridge. <laughs> Literally uh, in the fridge. Well, is it? All right, so we're gonna go. Fridge down here, man. Who would you rather have here? All right, so TDs. So this is the last four seasons. These are the two two stats. First quarterback, and remember, every time one of these is Derek Carr. First quarterback, ninety touchdowns, thirty-seven picks. Second quarterback, 97 touchdowns, 36 picks, both with a little over 15,500 yards passing. Uh, the first one that had 90 TDs, 66.4 completion percentage. The one with 97 had 65.8. And then the one with 90 touchdowns had 94.5 passer rating. The other one with 97 had a 97 passer rating. So over how many years? The last three years? Four. Four, Four years. Four playing years or four years in general? Last four seasons. I know one of those he got hurt. One of those he had a, a, almost I an MVP like year and didn't do shit the last two years. Yeah. What is back like? Bro- did he have like a broken vertebrae or fractured vertebrae or something? Uh, I heard his that? leg. I know Matt. Okay. Oh, no, yeah, that Stafford was Matt Stafford, did. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think I think Carr broke his leg or ankle or he, something like that. Yeah, he got something broken. Yeah. So just to run that. I'll go with we'll go with QB one. The one with ninety TDs. Or A. Yeah. 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 Okay, that is Derek Carr. The other one, Dak Prescott. Now put in fumbles in that. Yeah, no shit, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Derek Carr is a good quarterback, man. He he does kind of get shit on. I'll do it this way. Can you guys see this? Vaguely. All right, I can now. So 
Yeah, well, I mean, I'd go a quarterback one again. Whoever's got that 100 passer rating completion percentage, which is probably Derek Carr. That is Derek Carr. Shocking. Yeah. So, the, I mean, the, the other one, though, Tom Brady. Yeah. All right. So, this is for a career. So, it should be interesting. You can see. Well, I'm taking the 6.9 yards per attempt all day. <laughs> no doubt. Probably Derek Carr again. That's probably Drew coach? Brees. Uh, I'm going to 7.5. That right. 6.9 is probably Drew Brees or something. All right. Well, we're going to move it over, and you will see who it is. Derek Carr. See? And you get Marcus Mariota. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Marcus Mariota's not bad neither. He just can't stay healthy. And look at look at the difference. Derek Carr pretty much has the better numbers than all those. Hasn't made the playoffs. Dak Prescott made the playoffs. Tom Brady's made the playoffs. Mariota's made the playoffs. Well, no, wait a minute. Derek, Derek Carr made the playoffs but got hurt in the playoffs. Yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt in the playoffs. And then you got to look at the team. Yeah, but that, that was that was like four years ago, though. That was true. that was the first year. Absolutely this. true. The first year of this. Yeah. Yeah, but Same. then the teams have gotten progressively worse since then, too. And then you give this up. This is like the third best tight end in football. And then you give up, like, the best, you know, either arguably one of the best defensive players in football. And Which you tight end are you talking for, about, by the way? Um, I can't think of his name. But I know his stats are good. The hell's his name? Waller? Darren Waller? Marcus Waller, Darren Waller, something like that. Can't remember. I'm pretty sure it's Waller. Yeah. Pretty sure it's a Waller. Waller. He hasn't had much, though. I mean, when you think you can, when everybody can just kind of double But up he had on the Jared Cook, end. too. He had Jared Cook at one point. And then he yeah, got but Waller. he's also a tight end. You can't. I Tom mean, Brady did it with just up. a tight end and a fucking quarterback for a receiver. Oh, God. Not he had Amari Cooper, too. Get out of here. He had Amari Cooper. Come on. And he didn't do shit with him. That was when Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, man, he's not even really doing anything in Dallas, but running slants. What? He's running slants in Dallas the whole time. That's all he's running in Dallas. He's catching a lot he's of deep balls, caught, He's doing the same thing he's doing in Dallas that he was doing in Oakland. A lot of but catches, nobody can, but not many so, touchdowns. Oh, wow, but for but some not, reason people can't stop touchdowns. him. He had eight touchdowns last year. How many? Eight. Eight. Eight when touchdowns. You have, when you have Zeke as a running back, but when you're why Amari would you Cooper, have... But when you're Amari Cooper, you should have more than eight touchdowns, even with Dallas. Right? If you're Amari Cooper, you should still have more than eight touchdowns. If he's the threat that they say he is, he should still have more than eight touchdowns. He catches a lot of balls. But he doesn't score a lot of touchdowns. That's the thing. That's been the knock on Amari Cooper. Hey, you you said, so, but so you just Julio, said he had so does Julio Jones. Right. So he's not good either, right? And you just Julio, said Julio Jones don't catch touchdowns for shit. Dude, there's nobody that can guard uh, Julio Jones. Nobody can just, cover Julio Jones. I just want no. you to know, no one can last, cover healthy Amari Cooper. And last year, Cooper, that was his best year yet. Most touchdowns he's had with eight. And 1,100 yards receiving, 79 catches. Okay, so whose fault is that then? Derek Carr's. 
How is that Derek Carr's fault? <laughs> it's not Derek Carr's fault. Hell, it's on the receiver, too, to get open. So you're telling if, me if a could... career year, how, what's what's Julio Jones' career year? Anybody, if they say Julio Jones scores eight touchdowns in one season, they're talking about he needs to retire. I don't think Julio Jones has ever had a single digit touchdown season. Oh, right. well, give me a well, second. The last two years, I'll pull that up for you, sir. Actually, every year he's had a every single year, digit touchdown every single year, bitch. He only had ten in twelve. So. <laughs> Here, you let's just, go back. Ready? This is this is Julio. Six, I'm going eight, down. three, so six. Oh, you're doing it. Okay, yeah. go ahead. You go ahead. Six, eight, three, six, eight, six, two, ten, eight. Huh? I told you, Julio does not catch touchdowns either. He never has, ever. That's that's been the knock on Julio Jones because of that. Right. He, he's he's, he's a big body. Cooper. He runs good routes. He can catch right. the ball. But he doesn't get it. You know who they throw it to in the end zone? The tight end. The number yeah, two. They, the running they back. the same thing about Amari Cooper, too, though. That same thing about Julio Jones has been said about Amari Cooper. Yeah, but I'm confused on what the argument is, though. Because you just said Julio is guaranteed never had a single-digit year, and he's had all of them. <laughs> I thought he did. Hell, I figured he would. The way people talk about him. He, he gets a lot of yardage. He's good for yardage. I would say he and gets reception. a lot of yak. I mean, he's good for, you know, yards after catch and receptions, but at the same time, who else is there for Matt Ryan to throw it to? Calvin Ridley? Yeah, Calvin Ridley. Devontae Freeman year. when he was decent? He's a running back. Well, he threw it to him a lot out of the backfield. Man. So, Christian McCaffrey is like Who gives a shit? Uh, What's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that, is there? I'm just saying, if you're gonna say you know they're one of the top wide receivers, I just I don't know, man. It just seems Julio like is the top wide receiver. So is Amari. I, I guess, but if you're not scoring touchdowns, so he had. We just talked about it. He had eight touchdowns. So receiving man. touchdowns total, and you're talking about guys spreading it out. So last year, Dallas had 30 receiving touchdowns. Eight from Cooper was the most. He spreads it out. Six for Gallup, three for Cobb, four for Witten, two for Zeke, three for Blake Jarwin, one Tavon, one Devin Smith, one Pollard, and one Ventel Bryant. And then rushing, I mean, of course, they had they had more. Um, they had 18 rushing touchdowns. So, I mean, Zeke had 12 of those. But No, all I'm saying is Amari Cooper is not doing anything different than what he did in Oakland. That's what I'm saying. Like, he has done nothing different. But we're, but we're on a, but you're like on this thing like wide receivers are catching twenty touchdowns a year. Like that, no, I didn't say that. I'm well, not saying they're catching yeah, you're twenty saying touchdowns should, a year. But you're but saying, saying he should catch if, more. But right, the but way yeah. Point. So what's the but point you're making? I'm saying I'm saying if they're gonna talk about him like he's a top wide receiver in the league, then you should be catching more touchdowns. Like you should be a target in the red zone. That's okay, what I'm so, saying. So then so, Julio. So last not, year, hold on. So last that's year, that's what I'm saying. Last year, what who led the who led wide receivers in touchdown catches last year? I have no idea. Kenny Galladay. You know how many he had? Probably twelve. Eleven. Yeah. Out of the whole league, <laughs> eleven touchdowns. That was the top wide receiver last year. So your point is wrong. It doesn't matter. 
That's my uh. thing. I think the most oh, ever was from what Jerry Rice probably back when he was the only wide receiver. Actually, oh, no. it isn't. No, Randy, Randy Moss, twenty-two, no, right? Randy Moss. Twenty-three. Yeah, man. And that was. Hold on a second. Let's see what year that was. So does that make him a better wide receiver than others? That he would just go deep and catch a touchdown? Who, Randy Moss? Randy Moss was unguardable. I know. Randy Moss, I'm not saying any. I'm that's just saying. That's a whole other category. That's, yeah. that's a whole other category, man. We just said Julio Jones is unguardable, but he doesn't catch touchdowns. So they're in the same tier, right? That's what I don't say that. That's what people hype him up to be. You said earlier Julio was unguardable. That's what they say about him. I don't say that about him. Motherfucker, you're the one that brought up Julio Jones. <laughs> we didn't even did bring not. him up. Did. I did not bring up Julio Jones. You guys brought up Julio Jones. All I ever said in the very beginning was that Amari Cooper is doing nothing different in Dallas than what he was doing in Oakland. And I said that the same thing he was doing, catching a lot of balls and not scoring a lot of touchdowns. You guys brought up Julio Jones. I didn't bring up Julio Jones. Well, yeah, because you were talking about catching touchdowns, though. <laughs> so I made yeah, a point. I said catching, yeah, I'm saying he's not catching a lot of touchdowns. He's catching a lot of balls during the season, but he's he's not catching a lot of touchdowns. That's all I said. He's still I said a top the only guy. thing he's, I said the only thing he's doing different is he's running slants in Dallas. Besides running, because he wasn't running them in Oakland. Yeah, That's all I said. Sure he was. That's all Derek Carr can throw. Just like Dak. Dak, throw, Dak throws checkdowns and slants. But, but if you but if you run a four four and you can juke some motherfuckers out, then all you need is a slant. Just like Randy Moss, he couldn't juke somebody out, but he was tall and could run a fucking go. That's all he ever caught for touchdowns were goes. How many times did Randy Moss run? He didn't because he hated running over the middle because he's gonna get popped. Yeah, but Ted Ginn don't run no damn slants neither. Who? Ted Ginn. They don't need to. Ted Ginn still in the league. Ted Ginn, 50 years old, don't <laughs> run any route inside the hash marks. <laughs> and that's why Randy Moss played for, what, 15 years. Amari's been hurt three times already. He ain't playing for 15 years. He's got a couple good years left in him, and he's done. Donezo. Can you tell me where Ted Ginn plays now? God. Where hasn't he played? Get down. Where does he play? Give me a team. I don't know. Isn't he uh, – Carolina? I think he was in New Orleans last I seen him. Uh, It was somewhere after that. Chicago Bears. Oh, God. He'll never catch a ball then. Right. Yeah, that's where your career goes to die. Yeah. Have Nick Foles throw you some balls. He won't stay healthy enough yeah. to throw him either. No shit. All right. So, to, well, that was a good argument. So, a few things here. Uh, we know Jordan Reed is going to San Francisco. On a, it's basically, yeah, it's a one-year incentive-laden deal. So, he's getting back with Kyle Shanahan. But if he stays unhurt. <laughs> I was going to ask, is there a concussion clause in there? when he says, Probably. Puts on his I mean, helmet wrong, gets a concussion. Kind of, if they do a two tight end set, I mean, it opens it up for Kittle. It'll be good for him until he gets popped once and he's out. I feel bad because that dude's going to have zero brain cells by the time he's 35 and he's going to be dumb. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I, so I don't know if, right. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that uh, Strahan put a tweet out to Tom Brady. Happy birthday, Tom Brady. Enjoy, enjoy the day, my brother. Yes, I used this photo again, and of course it's Michael, Michael Strahan just fucking flexing on the field. So Tom Brady said, thanks, Mike. Guess we'll just have to run it back on a football field where I still go to work every day. <laughs> yeah, while Strahan, while Strahan sits at GMA making a lot more money right. than Tom Brady is. <laughs> Not getting hit. <laughs> right, but Tom Brady's making a lot of money that he doesn't even have to do anything for with his wife. Just go out there and strike a pose, honey. Hey, bring home that 250. Right, he'd be the only one to fucking ask for half if they ever got divorced. I would. Shit. The, um, and... To back up to MLB real quick, I had this fun stat. So, did you know Frank Thomas is the only player in history to produce seven straight seasons with a 300 average, 20 home runs, 100 RBIs, 100 runs, and 100 walks? Lou Gehrig, Ted Williams, and Jason Giambi are the only players to have as many as four straight. Frank Thomas did it seven years straight. Frank Thomas hurt, buddy. Beast, though. Yeah. He doesn't get a, that. He's still using that neutrogenics too, isn't he? He could probably play right now. Yeah. Right. 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 Definitely. <laughs> the the um, and then I don't know if you saw about Antonio Brown. He was notified by NFL special counsel for conduct Todd Jones that he has been suspended without pay for the first eight regular season games of the year. And uh, as part of this discipline, he was directed to continue his program of counseling and treatment, and he's expected fully to cooperate with his clinicians. So, so does that mean does that mean then if he doesn't get signed by anybody after the first eight games, someone can sign him in week nine and he can play? So if he starts oh, probably if he is signed before the start of the season, he'll be eligible to participate in all the club's preseason activities. His suspension would take effect as of the final roster reduction on September fifth. He would be eligible to return after the team's eighth game. So he has to sign, it sounds like before he signs after it. I guess maybe he's got to do that, but he's suspended for the first eight regular season games. So maybe, maybe he can sign after who knows. Yeah. That seems odd, but it'd be interesting. But yeah, I mean, if that's how it is and he goes eight games uh, and, and doesn't sign and then that ninth game, he's okay to play and sign. I would, I would, uh, I'd bet that Mr. Cody Bryant is correct. And he will sign with Tampa. <laughs> right. Brady threw and touched on the first time they played together, man. Right. Right. He'd be what the slot with uh, Godwin and Evans on the outside. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And with fucking Gronk off there, it's nuts. Um, yeah. Like, and they have a good defense you... too, man. I mean, they went. Yeah. You figure this: the last eight games of the season last year, they went five and three with a shit quarterback, and they had a loss of three points, another one of like five, and then the overtime loss when Jameis threw a pick six. Shock. Right. Yeah, but you got to think they had two shit quarterbacks last year because Fitzpatrick wasn't no better. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, they had Jameis and Fitzpatrick. So just think if they had – they'd be a playoff team. They had a competent quarterback. Well, now they do. We're going to see how good yeah. Tom is. Well, he, Outside you know, he of Belichick's system. Away. Well, let's, let's well, not get wild. Jameis could move. Tom yeah, yeah. Jameis could move. Yeah, Tom can't move, but Jameis, he's also not going – Jameis would have had Jameis would have had a playoff team if he had an offensive line and didn't get point two seconds in the pocket to uh, just very sit there. True. Now don't oh, get me wrong, right. a lot of Jameis's picks 
were because right. of bad decisions. But right. there's also a lot of times right. where if you watch, I mean, there's already a defensive guy in the backfield before he can even – his wide receivers right. are even great. Well, they had a – Yeah, he can't even get to the hot route without right. they had you a, know, somebody in his face. They had the right side, right tackle, or right guard, something like that was their weakest spot on the line, and they filled that in, so they're good there. It'll be interesting to see how they do. Uh, and, and we'll talk about that as it gets closer. They have a very favorable schedule outside of their, you know, division. I mean, they've got a lot of toss-up games in there that they have at home. Like, for example, when they go play well, – they play the Packers – well, they get the Chiefs at home, which, one, it's good they get them at home because they don't have to go to Kansas City. That's a guaranteed loss. But they they get the Packers on 10 days rest after they play the Bears. So they get 10 days rest to prepare for the Packers. In Tampa or in Green Bay? Uh, that might be in Tampa. Is it early season? Uh, it's like game six or seven, I want to say. Yeah, that'll be that'll be flexing a Sunday night game if it already isn't. Uh, I think. Well, they got a lot of primetime games already. You know, uh, the Bucks do, and they've got a lot of primetime, a lot of Fox games. So it'll be interesting. Like week one, they've got the Saints. They're at New Orleans, so that's probably going to be a loss. And then they're home to Carolina, at Denver, home to the know, Chargers. Their game's in New Orleans. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But then they're say, man. They they're home to win the, the division. Yeah, they're home to the Chargers at the Bears, 10 days off, and then they play the Packers. And then they play the Raiders at Vegas, at the Giants, home to New Orleans, at Carolina, home to the Rams, home to the Chiefs, then a bye week, home to Minnesota, at Atlanta, at Detroit, home to Atlanta. Very favorable for them. It's because the NFC South is shit is what it is. Well, that's the thing is Atlanta is the – that's the toss-up. I mean, because last year they Every started year. like one and six or one and seven and ended seven and nine, I think. They won six of their last eight or some shit like that. Um, but Atlanta's healthy. I mean, last year they lost like three defensive players in the first two weeks. Right. So once you lose three defensive starters, I mean, then their defense just got roasted. I mean, if Matt Ryan, Julio, Calvin Ridley stay healthy um, – I don't know. If they didn't re-sign Devonta Freeman, did they? I can't remember if they did or not. I don't remember. But, I mean, and their offensive line is all right. I thought they got rid of Devonta Freeman. I, I thought they did, too. I, I can't remember. The Because uh, they got um dude from the Rams. Todd Gurley. Thank you. Yeah. So, and if he stays healthy, yeah, man. Yeah, Freeman's still a free agent. Okay, yeah, I see that. Yep, no one signed him yet. Somebody will. Oh, definitely. Somebody will. Somebody's going to – and, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if it's somebody like New England. You know, they had to get guys opting out left and right. Yeah, they might have to. So God, we'll I, I love when they pose for a nice high pop fly to center field. What the fuck is that shit? Who's on? I'm watching the Reds and Indians. Well, nice. one of the reds, one of the reds dudes just hit it, and it looked like he was about to bat flip, and it was going out of the park, and it didn't even make it to the warning track. Nice. <laughs> they had one, huh? So, um, before we get to the next thing, we got to thank our other primary sponsor, the third primary sponsor of the show, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. Yeah, if you want to meet the uh, sports fan in your life now that sports are on. 
reach out to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com, and find that person who likes sports just like you do because you're listening to this podcast. You like sports. Some significant other out there is going to like sports. So why don't you hit up Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com, to work on those nice sports, what, pickup line references? Yeah. Trying to think of them, but, I mean, maybe you'll just get to first base or second base. Would you, or, would you like my – would you like my bat in your dugout? There you go. I like that. Would you Would you like to take my base on balls? Anything along those lines, Donald Parrott, datingtransformation.com, will get you at least a second base, at least to start. And you just got to do the rest of the work. And if you're able to take her out on a date, do not forget to ask the res- restaurant about their spaghetti policy. You yes. have to ask. Yeah. And bird law. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> as long as milk steaks on special, you can't lose. <laughs> rum ham. <laughs> Gotta get you some rum ham. So, uh, big news this week: XFL man purchased by Dwayne Johnson, Danny Garcia, which I believe is his ex-wife, right, or his ex? Yeah, it's his ex-wife, if, and it's his partner. You, she controls yeah, his money. You go on, yeah, you want to go in business with anybody? I guess you can go in with your ex-wife. He trusts her more than anything, and they have she a great relationship. A I mean, if you get in half, you think she's going to give him a shitty deal? Right. <laughs> well, and I think – and he gave he gave her 51%, so she is technically the owner yeah. of the XFL. She is, oh, is she really? She is the owner, yes. She is the first yeah. female owner of any sports um, – any, anything. That's awesome. I think team – well, not team because I guess Martha Ford, but I think of organization. You know, she is the, the first – you know, and on a business side, I wouldn't be surprised if he did that so he can get some more of that PPP money. Because if you're majority owned by a minority or woman, mainly woman, because he is a minority technically, then that works out for them. Get more for a woman, woman-owned yeah, company. But did they finalize it, though? Because I've seen uh, the original creditors, I guess, were still trying to get their money, so they were contesting the sale. Oh, Redbird Capital? Uh, I think so. Then, that's the, that's uh, his partners, right? No, uh, what hit uh, the rocks? Yeah, that's his, Redbird Capital's his other yeah. partner. Yeah, but I mean, I like the original like creditors of the XFL, the, the ones that went in with Vince. They're still trying oh. to get paid. Yeah, so they contested the sale. That's what I've seen as of this morning. So I don't know if anything changed since then, but they're uh, they're trying to get their their money. So I don't know. I don't know how all that bankruptcy stuff works out, but so, yeah. well, I don't know. They're still trying to get their money, too. but I'm sure they will, though. Right. It's all screwy too, and you know, because remember WWE didn't own it, but they comes out they did. Right. They own 23% of it, the Class B stock. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, I. For fifteen million dollars, it's a. I think it's a decent investment. Oh yeah, it's a great right. investment. And if Dwayne's going to do it, isn't he going to commentate too? Oh, I don't know. Be a broadcaster. Man, he don't have time for that. It's his damn league. He might. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. They ain't hell. They're going to make all their money back just with him being a part of it alone. Yeah, he put out that that uh, thing on Facebook that has the XFL ball. Dwayne Johnson, owner. And it, it's literally 
I know, Barry, you're not going to watch Ballers, but I feel like I am watching real-life Ballers with him now. Like, he's following, essentially, his show. Except in the show, it was a team. See, why do I even need to watch it if I'm in real life? You don't, man. Not not anymore. Well, I guess The Rock bails out Vince again. (laughs) Every time, man. The, uh, so do you think it comes back next year or the year after? I just think probably the year after. I think it could be next year. They can make it happen. I mean, if honestly, if COVID didn't hit this year, I think they would have been just fine. I think they would have. They would have. I I agree. There would have been any issues. So as long as. Yeah, that's what I'll that's what I'll put my that's what I'll say. As long as COVID doesn't push into sports next year, I think it'll be next year. If if it keeps pushing, then it'll be a couple years. Yeah, I can agree with you on that one. It'll be interesting. I think they might wait a year because I mean, you know, the Rock's not going to rush into anything, and with him, you know, you know, he's going to do it right. So, which I think. With him alone, he might be able to get more people to invest. So, I mean, more investors, maybe another team or two, you know, or at least it'll be easier to get, you know, stadiums, I think, or places to play. So, I I think he might take a year, kind of rebuild the brand and everything. And, um, you know, I mean, Vince McMahon, as much as he likes to think people like him, people don't really want to associate with him. Uh, so I think a lot of people are going to want to associate with the rock and, you know, he might be able to get some more money infused into it. So I think he might take a year and just kind of, you know, rebuild the brand and, you know, see what goes, see what happens from there. And he could probably get those TV deal, TV deals back. Cause you know, ESPN's weren't out of that XFL deal they had. And what was the other one? CBS, I think Yeah, Um, they're kind of wanting out, but Dwayne can pull them back, man. Dwayne is a draw. They know that he's – it's Dwayne. I mean, that's all you got to say. Right. Yep. All right. So, uh, now that we got that out of the way, NBA. So, there's there's so much different shit going on in the NBA. And now, what, Jaron Jackson's out for Memphis, done for the season. So, they're pretty much done. John Morant cannot carry that team. They've lost four in a row. Um and this is opening it up for Portland and even New Orleans. New Orleans is playing well with, of course, having Zion. They're playing well, but just to kind of give people that update on the standings, for, so for that eighth spot, I mean, there are six teams, one, two, three, yeah. four, five, six, within three games. I mean, Phoenix is – they've won three in a row. They're coming on. Spurs have lost two. Memphis has lost five to really open this up. Five in a row. So Portland is a game out. Yep. Uh, I was going to say, they were like a game, game and a half out. They're a game. Melo was out here killing them. Dude, so here's the thing. Look at it this way. Lakers are going to be the one. Do you there think – Yeah, they already are the one. Thank you. They clinched yeah. the one. So, yeah. do you think Portland could be the most dangerous eight seed we've seen ever, this year's Portland team? Yeah, absolutely. That's what – that's what I said from the get-go, man. You still got Lillard, McCollum, Nurkic, and Mello. Like, that's that's a five seed, man. Right. And But if you look at it this way, here's my concern for them. They have studs everywhere. But you don't have really one guy outside of Trevor Ariza, who's a good defender, who's not playing, that could guard LeBron. 
who do you think they would put on LeBron for that long? It's going to be – it'll be a switch. I mean – yeah, I think it'll be a little McCollum, a little Carmelo, a little Ariza, a little Nurkic. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. Ariza's out. If he was in, they would put Ariza on LeBron, but he's he he's out, out. He he's, out. he's out. Yeah, yeah, he opted like, out. Oh, he yeah, opted, he opted out. out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he okay. opted I, out. I was like, yeah. I didn't see him get hurt. But no, no, he he opted yeah, out. But otherwise, yeah. otherwise, they'd have him guard LeBron because traditionally he's guarded LeBron whatever team he's on. If he was them, Houston, whatever. But they don't have him now, and I mean, you've got. I think you're right, Bear. They're going to have to switch it up. But, man, that's – they. the Lakers don't have Rondo. They don't have Avery Bradley. They. It's going to be LeBron and Anthony Davis. And I know they talk a lot about the Clippers, like when Anthony Davis – Anthony Davis is a stud. Don't get me wrong if he's not hurt. But when he doesn't play – like this year, I was looking at stuff about the Clippers and listening to all this shit about them and the Clippers. He does not show up in the fourth quarter against the Clippers, ever. So do you think – First off, beat, beat him up the first yeah. three quarters. <laughs> yeah, no, no I'm dead serious. No, no you're I'm, absolutely I'm serious. That's I know you do. are. Like, they beat up on him. And Anthony Davis is not – Anthony Davis is not a tough guy, like, by any means. So, no. I mean, you muscle him up for three quarters, man. By the time fourth quarter comes around, he's already worn out. So, do you and think he's really, going to – you think he's going to struggle with, like, kitchen white side if Portland gets yeah. in here? Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, they're going to tell Hassan Whiteside what they used to tell, like, uh, Anthony Mason and Charles Oakley, uh, like the Knicks used to tell them back in the 90s. You got five good ones. Yeah, dude. They're, and they're going to be tough, man. Lillard, Lillard's one of those guys. I was listening to a lot of stuff about him and uh, Russell Westbrook today. And, you know, like, which one you'd rather have? Because they just play. And – Lillard is a guy that's on a team that's in Portland who doesn't get money and, and national, you know, news and, and all these sponsors and everything else like Houston does. And he's just a quiet guy, never in trouble, never vocal, you know, yeah, makes clutch Russ shots. In, yeah, Russ played in Oklahoma City, though. So, I mean, that's even bigger black hole in Portland. Mm-hmm. And it's, Russ never got in trouble. That's the thing. Like, I don't I mean, Russ never got his recognition either till he came to – until he averaged a triple-double for two seasons. Well, now let's back up here. You go Northwest, there's a reason they left Seattle to go to Oklahoma City. There's nothing up Northwest. Just like in Portland, there's nothing up there. Yeah, that, that thing. That's, Have you been to Portland? There is not shit in Portland. No, <laughs> I will tell you but... right now, there is nothing in Portland. Yeah. I wouldn't think there was yeah, the besides the Trailblazers, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, that's about it. Yeah, but that whole Seattle leaving—that's that's messy. I don't know. Um, but I mean, like they're basically the same guy, except for Damian Lillard's a better shooter, and probably he's probably taller than Russell Westbrook. Oh, he's too, a much better shooter. I mean, Westbrook had the uh, right. worst shooting percentage of guys yeah. that had so many points. Me added like forty-three percent, forty-seven percent. It was low. Yeah. And yeah, but Russell Westbrook, he's a little bit more athletic than Lillard. I mean, for the majority of Russell Westbrook's career until his knee got – till he got hurt, I mean, he, he was just shaking you down and going to the rack, man. That's all he was doing. He was just taking people off the dribble left and right. He's the only other player besides LeBron to have 20,000 points, 5,000 rebounds, 5,000 assists, and he has 26 yeah. and 6. That's crazy. Only active player. It's great, mm-hmm. but he can't do shit, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, by himself, he did carry Oklahoma City. He carried yeah. it by himself. I mean, he really did. 
But he couldn't do shit when he had KD and Harden. Now he's with Harden in Houston. Could be a little different. We'll see. Uh, yeah, they were but, young, oh, too, though, in Oklahoma City. Oh, come on. This young shit. Young, LeBron, LeBron was young. And Harden and he was, was coming off the – James Harden was coming off the bench. James Harden wasn't even good enough to be a starter in Oklahoma City. And you look at – but you look at LeBron, too. He was young with a shitty Cavs team, still doing shit. Oh, that's did. LeBron is LeBron. That's LeBron. Yeah, you can't compare I just, I just want Cody Bryant to – I just want Cody Bryant to keep saying it. It's LeBron. LeBron's a man. He's not the man, but he is out of this world. There well, you go. I'll the team, the team everyone really needs to watch this right now is Toronto. Cause they're, oh, my God, dude. They are – they're doing some work. Imagine if they had Kawhi. They, right? they would have went back-to-back. They go back to back, yeah. I they mean, still they got a shot to are, get there in the East. They are hot. Oh, in the East, they'll get there. We got Milwaukee. I mean, still got to get through Milwaukee, but they could still. Yeah, but Giannis is kind of like Anthony Davis a lot, too. You kind of muscle Giannis a little bit, and by well, the fourth that, quarter, he kind of disappears, too. That's my fear with Boston. Boston will never get by Milwaukee because they can't match up good. There's too small. I watched them last night get beat by the Heat without Jimmy Butler. The Heat without Jimmy Butler, they get beat. And dude, they look Milwaukee. Dude, if you look at it though, if you go look at that that game last night, just look at the highlights. Boston looks tiny, like they're small. And if Tatum's off, they're off. Yeah, it's not even a Kemba thing. It's Tatum. Danny Ainge don't really like big men though. True. That's their problem. Yeah, and then I guess Ben Simmons got hurt today too. Right. So But didn't we all see that kind of coming? Yeah. I mean, well this is this is the bad thing about it is, you know, these guys I and I get it, they're they probably didn't get in the you know, I'm sure most of them didn't do much working out. I'm sure they did once they realized the season's starting to get closer. But right. I mean, you're getting this, man. I mean, look at Jonathan Isaac from Orlando, friggin' ruptured his ACL or his Achilles or whatever he did. Um, driving the hole. So it's just, it's scary when you start seeing this. So it makes you believe if some of these guys are opting out because of COVID or because of the potential that, hey, I haven't worked out in two months and haven't played. Right. I'm not going to blow my Achilles or, you know, something like that. And as much as these guys, all these NBA players are posting videos on Instagram and everything about them working out in the gym, not everybody has a gym inside their house. So, you know, not everybody has a court set up, you know, at home. I was about to say, indoors. Trevor Reeves signing like a hundred and some million dollar deal. He better. Yeah, he ain't. Right. <laughs> That's some damn shit. So, but I'm telling you now, man, the Lakers are not winning the title. And I'm saying that as a Lakers fan. Just from watching them play, they're going to lose to either the Clippers or Portland. If they get the if they get Portland in the first round, they're gonna lose in the first round to Portland. Like yeah, they, it'll be, they it'll don't be match good. up. But when they played the Clippers, I mean they look decent. I just but I mean if you're gonna get up for a game, you gotta think like that's the one game they're gonna get up for all season. Yeah. Yeah. So they're gonna look their best against the Clippers. So I just I, I don't know. That. I Frank Vogel, I never believed in Frank Vogel. He was never really that great of a coach to begin with. 
Why? Yeah, because he had Indiana go what? He was the four seed like five years in a row? Yeah. Right. With Paul George. With Paul George, exactly. Like, you you got Paul George and you're like the four seed every year. Yeah. And just the roster that they have right now, man, like, they can't (laughs) – they're not going to be able to match up with Portland. I mean, hell, Melo's coming off the bench in Portland. Who's going to match up with Melo coming off the bench? Yeah, I mean, like Melo's going to torch one of the Morris twins. Yeah, it's I, the it's. I still think it's going through the West. I mean, there's just the East is just. I don't know. Right. They're soft. Yeah. Yeah. And I but mean, also, they, but also, it's going to come down to once they get to the finals. I mean, you know, what's the big part of the finals? It's the it's the fans, man. You get such a home court advantage. Are these guys? You know, it, it's going to be just all talent because there's going to be nothing there. So yeah, that's the right. That's the reason why I keep saying the Lakers are going to do it too, or the Clippers. It'll be something like that. It's just it's all going to come down to talent. There's no more home court advantage. I mean, you saw, you know, 2016, and yeah, LeBron and Kyrie, or uh, you know, they they had two great games in a row, but going down three one. You know, or game six back in Cleveland, I mean, the the crowd willed them there. Same thing with game three, I think, when they won, right. when they head back. I mean, the crowd willed them into a lot of that. So, it'll be interesting to see when it's – there's nothing. It's just you guys. Right. You know, it, there's not that there's not that big audience around you yelling and screaming and shit. It all is just going to come down to town. Yeah, it's going to come down – yeah, that and coaching – and that's what it's really going to come down to, mm-hmm. I think, now coaching. Because now you got nothing, you know, it's what can you do? And three of us had the Clippers winning the title, Barrett the Sixers, Barrett had the Rockets. Yeah. Ben Simmons getting hurt. I'm uh, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, he took, what, two jump shots? Yeah. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> 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 who'd I have them? Who'd I have them beating? Uh, Rockets. Okay. Well, I hope the Lakers win it all then, so everyone's wrong. Fuck off. Yeah, y'all. Cody had the uh, Clippers <laughs> over the Sixers. I, I'm hoping Portland wins it. I had the, yeah, the Sixers. What a wiener! <laughs> <laughs> I who would pick those losers? Me and, me and Dub both had the Clippers over the Bucks in six. Same exact thing. Um, I don't think the Bucks are going to beat Miami. Yeah, it's going to be tough. If they get matched up with Miami, they're not beating Miami. Eric Spolstra uh, as a coach is underrated. Right. He's good, man. The chemistry for them teams, he's good. You saw what they could do without Jimmy Butler. Uh, all right. So, NHL. So, just pull up our standings here. We have one, one of the uh, rounds is done. Uh, my Rangers, who were 4-0 against the Hurricanes this year, lost all three in the uh, playoffs. So, I felt Hurricanes. like I said something like that. You did. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hurricanes moving on. Me and Jake both had the Rangers. We're done. Um, a lot of – there has been – have you guys been watching playoff hockey? Uh, I've caught a little bit when I can. I watched the – what I watched Sunday night, the Avalanche and the Blues, which was a good – ended up being a good game. So – I like that, but and that's I've, just uh, a that's a seeding game for one through four. Yeah, and I've so, tried to catch some. 
Yeah, dude, it's yeah. been it's been good. Colorado's up four nothing on Dallas right now. So mm-hmm. they Penguins be- are up two one on Montreal. I was worried after they lost game one. Yeah. So the best of five series, man. I was worried. <laughs> Be- yeah, best of five series. There's nothing to fuck around with there, man. It's just you know, like baseball, that first one. It's it's a little oh, crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they're penguins are up two to one right now. Um in the in the kind of round robin thing going on right now. So the Flyers beat the Bruins, then the Lightning beat the Capitals and Bruins. So the Lightning uh are two and zero right now and they've got one game left against the Flyers, and it's going to be best record of those three teams going down. So it looks like the Bruins are going to end up in the three or four seed. Flyers can probably be the one or two. It depends on what the Capitals do to finish this out. But looking like the Lightning might be the one. I think I have the Lightning winning. Yeah, but I don't like them at a one because hockey, the one hardly ever wins. Yeah, maybe they'll play Columbus again. Right. right. And then uh, Toronto and and, uh, Columbus, they're – 1-1. 1-1. Uh, game three is tomorrow or tonight when people listen to this. And out west, you've got the, like you said, Avalanche are up 4 nothing. Yeah, in Dallas right now. And they beat the Blues 2-1 to yep. on Sunday. And the on Knights, last second goal. And the Knights won 5-3 to against the Stars. So Dallas is going to lose again. They're probably going to be the four seed, which going in, they were the four. Yep. Uh, the one would probably be Colorado at this point. And or Vegas. I mean, if Vegas wins, it'll be good. Well, they all um, play each other, right? So. Yep, they all play each other. Yeah, so and, they'll have to – that'll be for the number one seed. And then right now, Edmonton and Chicago, they're just going back – I mean, 6-4 to four and 6-3. to three, And they play at yep. 10-30 tonight. They play, so, yep, they're the late game tonight. And then the Coyotes, man. The Arizona Coyotes up two games to one on the Nashville Predators. Yeah, that's scary because Arizona won the first game, and I knew that I knew Nashville would come back and win the second, and they did. And then they Nashville just got beat today, four to one. I was like, yeah, they got it handed to them. Yeah, and so then, that's uh, that's my I think that's my West team. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, Nashville is. I your, think I have Washington yeah, beating Nashville. You do, and Dub has Nashville winning the cup. Yeah. So. At and least then, it's not the team I picked to win, but that's one of my one of my cup teams. Yep, Canucks and Wild are one to one. They play again tomorrow at two thirty, and then uh, Colorado and or excuse me, Calgary, Calgary. and Winnipeg two to one. Calgary, yep. and they play tomorrow night, so Calgary could uh, wrap it up and get in here. Yeah, and they've won by three goals and four goals the two times they've won. Jets won by one, so Calgary uh, could get in there real easy. So it's yep. going to be interesting. I love playoff hockey. It's my favorite playoffs. Is playoff. I don't know hockey. if you mentioned. I think I, you might have, and I missed it. But the Islanders are up two to one. I missed Florida. it. No, yeah, I skipped that. That's my fault. I think, I think that's the only one you missed. I think the rest of it, you got everything else. Yeah. Uh, I think you're right. Yep. Didn't I pick Colorado to go to the Stanley Cup? Uh, yeah, the- you picked them winning over Montreal. Damn right. So you need we need uh, the Penguins to beat Montreal. So. Stop with your bullshit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man, any, NHL, uh, when, especially with fans, and even now I love, they just got it right. People want to see sports, and the NBA did well as well with the, the round-robin playing, but like the Clippers, they don't give a shit about the regular season. They don't give a shit about the bubble. Just get them in the playoffs. They don't care. Mm-hmm. This, you actually have to play. 24 teams at it, playing, and it gives the 12-season opportunity, which I love. Don't be surprised if we see a 12 or 11 get, you know, closer into the, the conference final. It could happen. You know, this year, maybe not so much, but it all depends on who's hot. It's all it is in hockey. Eight, we've seen eight seeds win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, there's so much. 
Yeah, there's so much parody in hockey, man. Like, you could pick damn near anybody, and they can either win the cup or go to the finals easily. Except the Red Wings. And it doesn't take much to change it. <laughs> they rebuild. Be a salty Red Wings fan. <laughs> They only, they only made the playoffs 30 straight years, but God damn it, we got to rebuild for right. three of them. Right. You can't look that bad. It, it, it's one thing to look bad, but don't look that bad. Mm-hmm. Nah. No, I know what they're doing. I'm, I'm just happy they got Eiserman. That's all I care about. I know that he'll uh, he'll lead them into the right direction, just like he did with Tampa when they suck. Turned him into a powerhouse. So. Right. You're absolutely right, hey, man. Dude. Dude, we've been playing uh, NHL 20 on the PlayStation, and I got uh, Brandon from the Grown Ups playing. Shiv started playing a little bit, and Jake's played hockey in the past. So the three of us last night, me, Brandon, and Jake, played three-on-three online, and we got to get used to each other. We played it on, I think, pro or semi-pro or whatever. Like, it's harder against a computer, and trying to get used to each other playing three-on-three, that's tough. And then Brandon and I played five-on-five the other night against two other people, like actual people. And we got beat like 7 nothing. Four of the goals were just stupid on our part. But for never playing with each other and going in night one, we felt we did good, but we're like, we got to get points on the board. We got we to gotta score some damn goals. Yeah, it's always been – I've never been a uh, – I'm just I, – I, it's not that I don't like it. It's just I've never been good at playing with it. The only thing I was ever decent at playing with somebody else on my team was like FIFA 06. Yeah. I that shit one of the because it came out one of the summers and oh man that oh that's was a fun a, game so you know how madden was for you like you could pretty much beat most people mm-hmm. uh, that's me in nhl like i will if it's just me i will beat most people in nhl yeah i'm i'm a oh, guy i don't think i've played hockey in oh, it's been a long time oh dude i love nhl Years, yeah nhl's fun golf we're having fun with that so last night we played a course um Shiv and I did after, and we were both six under going into 18, and he rimmed out his shot, and I sank my bird, so. Nice. <laughs> seven under. It was nice because we were like, this hasn't happened to us yet. I said, no, the last time that we were close, you were up two shots going into 18, and you put it in the water, and I won by a stroke. Because <laughs> I, I, I eagled the hole, and he bogeyed. <laughs> it was a par five, eagled it, and he bogeyed. So I was like, dude, all you got to do is not put it in the water, and here all you see is clerk plunk. <laughs> just splash <laughs> oh man that's good stuff so nhl we are done with we're looking forward to seeing what happens uh we've got i mean do you how do you think it fares out you think you're still okay with your picks right i mean we can't change our picks but you're still good with the capitals winning the cup bear yeah absolutely i always stick with my picks no matter how shitty they are even with shitty ben simmons out i'm still sticking with my stick <laughs> at least you didn't pick new jersey well i'm <laughs> I'm not dumb. <laughs> play beer league uh, hockey and don't even – I play beer league hockey. I watch literally hours worth of hockey, literally every game, all the time, every week, and I still pick a shitty team. Two years in a row. Who am I? Um, 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 Nick? Oh, how'd you know? Yeah, right. Goddamn. Goddamn! <laughs> So, uh, Jeremy has not gotten back to me yet. I'm kind of surprised on the trivia. Hopefully he does by wrestling, and we might just end up doing six uh, questions on wrestling. But we'll see what he does. The jazz game game is over. What could he possibly be doing? Walking his dog. 
preparing man, to try to beat us. Like hey, man, he's man, he's shooting in the gym, man. Man, he's got he's got a sweet dog though, Griffey. That's his name of his dog. His dog, like looks, his dog's awesome. I like it. It's a good name. Best baseball player of all time. All right, so we got a. We don't have trivia, so we're just going to jump right into things on this day in sports history. All right, Jesse Owens wins the 200 meter in a world record time, 20.7 seconds. Third gold medal of the Berlin Olympics. 36. 42? What'd you say, Bear? It was 36. You're absolutely correct. Yep. 42 is the war, so that's a new... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was going down in Berlin in 42. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies, third baseman Pete Rhodes, Pete Rhodes, Pete Rose collects NL record 2,427th career single in a home loss to the Pirates. Here, and I'll give you another thing. Hold on. And on this same day, Willie Mays, Warren Giles, Hack Wilson, Hack Wilson inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. 83. I think he was still at the Reds, though. Uh, what? The Phillies? I don't know. 79. That is absolutely correct. Nice. All right. St. Louis slugger Mark McGuire becomes only the 16th MLB player to reach 500 home run milestone as the Cardinals lose 10 to 2 versus San Diego at Bush Stadium. Mm. That that couldn't have been 98. It had to be like 97. It had to be the year before. I'm going to go 97. Uh, I'm going to say 99. 99 is absolutely correct. Mm, damn it. I knew it was one of the ones in between. It's a bookend. Warren Moon becomes the first black quarterback to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Joined by Troy Aikman, John Madden, Rayfield Wright, and Harry Carson, and Reggie White. What is it to get in? Five years? I'm going to say... Is it five or seven? I think it's five. I'm going to say 2005. I think that's when Aikman retired. There's 2000. Uh. I'm trying to think when Aikman. I don't even remember when Aikman retired. I think it was 2000. So I, I'm thinking 05. Um, I don't know. I'll say 07. 06 in between you guys. Mm-hmm. All right, this one's fun for the Indians fan in the room. Cleveland Indians tie MLB record in erasing a 12-run Seattle lead to win 15 to 14, also preventing the Mariners from reaching a record 117 season wins. It had to be like. Well, we know it was in the nineties. Griffey was there. Ninety. Ninety eight. Uh, I'm gonna go ninety six. Two thousand one. Really. Damn. They won that many games in the 2000s, huh? That would be right. Oh, you know, it might have been. No, A-Rod was gone by then, wasn't he? 2001. 
think no i think he was with texas in O two or O three. it would have been like a year or two right so after that using, all right all right so happy birthday to you guys might remember this guy herb brooks ice hockey coach gold medal 1980 herb dean herb brooks <laughs> herb dean ufc official uh, i remember herb dean <laughs> he was player yeah. and player and coach. I know her. Come on, fucking with you. I don't know. Whole miracle, you know, kind of based on that. Yep, the whole know. thing. All right, happy happy fifty eighth birthday to Patrick Ewing. Fifty eight. He looks like he's Man. like seventy eight. Right. And happy thirtieth birthday. This will be the last one for today, I think. Uh, no, we'll do a couple more. So, happy 38th birthday to Lolo Jones. Um, she had one good Olympics. She's only 30. Yeah. She just looked good in general. And happy, watching, happy, watching her <laughs> happy 30th birthday. This should have been somebody's pick this week. Patrick Reed. Mm. Nah. All right. He'll so, probably finish top 10, but nah. Uh, I think Bear Cub, are you the host right now? Um, because I got kicked out. I don't think so. Because I, th- I think it takes you back to host. Yeah. Huh. For some reason, I cannot share the uh, screen. So I am not oh. the host. <laughs> oh. It might be my. You know what? This has been running pretty probably, well. Probably the phone. It probably yeah, is I- my phone, man. I can't like yeah, I can't give you host powers or anything, so can't right. be me. The uh I'm gonna have to just try to leave this meeting. Uh oh. Well in the meantime, I did find uh the C V Stevie Wonder. Oh. There you go. Guess who's the host? Blind? There you go. He um he was six weeks premature and uh with that stunted growth. The blood vessels in the back of his eyes made his retinas detached. Damn. So they put him in an incubator because he was a preemie, and the oxygen being pumped in made it worse, which left him permanently blind. So Shit. he's he's obviously telling all his baby mamas to leave some stubble down there so he know where to go. Oh. So science failed, huh? Science has failed us. Science failed. And all right. He has nine children. Yep. Nine kids by five women, but they all concede. So, see his so he wasn't right. Yeah. So he uh, obviously wasn't born blind, but uh, I mean, being a preemie, that that don't help. And I mean, he's what? How old is Stevie Wonder? He's sixty some years old. Uh, he's too damn old. Stevie Wonder is seventy years old. Damn. Yeah. Well, all yes, right. he is 70 years old. So you got to think 70 years ago, being a premature baby. So, hell, he's almost a medical miracle. And he's just knocking that tang out, isn't he? Yes, he is. <laughs> all right, Barry, Barry, you got them updated standings? Uh, I certainly do. So, <clears throat> as of August 5th, 2020, Mr. Mantis Toboggan, MD, 538 points. That's Dr. Toboggan. It's Mr. Uh, Cody Bryant, 463. Myself, 446. So get this. 
July 8th, I had 444. July 20th, 445. July 29th, 446. I've gotten two points in a month. How many do you say I have? 538. Jesus. And how many does Cody have? 463. Ooh, just jumped out. I think after you called it that you guys were catching up is when it went downhill after that. And um, Parrot has 223, which he's been stuck on for the last month. <laughs> Dub with 29, Wes Anderson with 7, and Security Jeff with 1. All right, let's start off with a one-pointer. Who was the last NBA player to be drafted number one overall straight out of high school? Uh, Are we going into chat? Yeah. Oh, boy. All right, you ready? Oh, my gosh. That's not the correct answer. I have no idea. I can't remember when they started the one and done. Are you ready? I don't know. I'm ready, though. All right. Three, two, one, and go. Kwame Brown, LeBron James. It's not LeBron. No. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Oh. Damn, he was the number one pick. Two points. Which baseball team currently has the longest postseason drought? Haven't made the playoffs for 18 straight years. Damn. We did that once before, didn't we? No. Or maybe it was something close to that. It was something similar to that, though. Yeah, something close. All right, whenever y'all are ready. Which baseball team has the longest postseason drought? Uh, 18, so what is that, 2002. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to do a quick think. 2004. Oh, that's wrong. Fuck. Um, oh, now I'm, now I'm on panic mode. <laughs> All right, I think I, I got it. All right, three, two, one, three, two, one, it. and go. I got an answer. Oh, no. Yeah, there was something with Seattle. I remember that in this question, similar to it. Seattle. I think it's so. Seattle's correct. Two for you. And finally, who's the only active wide receiver? Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, not running back or tight end, but wide receiver with at least 400 career catches who's caught passes for five different teams. He just signed with a different team this offseason. Ted Ginn. That's what I'm going with, dude. We just talked about him. Ted Ginn, write it in. That's my answer. Uh, shit, dude. Wide receiver, 400 catches. It can't yeah, be nobody like, but Ted. Oh, man, fuck it. <laughs> right, it can't be anybody but him. Like, who else would it be? It's got to be Ted Ginn. Right. Father time himself. There we go. Jared Cook's also accomplished this. Yeah. But he's not yeah, a, tight, yeah. he's a tight end, though. Ted so Ginn. we match up with those guys. Ted Ginn and Jared Cook. 
right? They both got – Jeremy doesn't yeah, even know. Yeah. All right, and a bonus for Mr. one point. Outrun himself. <laughs> for one point between Steph Curry and oh, Ray Allen during the playoffs. When the games really count, which player has made more threes and has a shot better three-point percentage? I'm going Ray Allen. I don't even want this point. Yeah, exactly. I don't want it either. We're all going Ray Allen. Mm-hmm. Unanimous. Yeah, I was gonna say it can't be. I mean, we want to go. How many? Who's made the playoffs more? Yeah, Ray Allen, unanimous. <laughs> <laughs> and he just says, "Ha, ah, Steph Curry." Oh. Four hundred three to four hundred one. It's close. Just imagine if Ray Allen had Clay Thompson to draw in defenses for him. Here we go. Four Twenty seconds. Hold up. 20 seconds approaching, so I hope you guys will be ready. And I do not have my brothers on the team. He does not have his brother. Oh, that sucks, but they are a pair of brothers. At times, they get along like Shaq and Kobe during the good years, while other times they are Shaq and Kobe at the end. So we'll see what happens. Have a good one. See you for wrestling. Oh, well, shit. They never got along. The hell are you talking about? <laughs> I'm going to ask him. I thought, I thought his brothers were playing. And he'll probably tell me I don't have brothers. <laughs> he'll be like, oh, I miss her that. <laughs> and I do not have my brothers on the team. I want no, they aren't my brothers. They're just brothers. Okay. Got it. Dude, Shaq and Kobe never got along, man. What are you talking so we, about? We may need another game besides cornhole. Because I don't know how many boards we have. How many boards do we have? His family doesn't have athletic bones in their bodies. <laughs> All right. We may need another game besides Cornhole. We're going to have to come up with something. Jarts, like legit jarts at each other. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's going to be a fun time. Instead, no tennis. We'll play golf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We can play the par three at uh, Maple Grove. Unless, so I'm going to just tell them, unless you have – do you guys don't have boards, do you? Nope. No. Should have another set of boards. All right. One, at least two, because we're going to be playing. All right, at least two. The uh, All right, so we got to thank Wes Anderson. Okay, we're good then. So he's going to have a set of boards. All right, so we got to thank Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. He has a new single coming out on Friday. Looking forward to it. Red Cup Dub, uh, which is featured artist, strange music artist Mayday and Trey Miller uh, from One Life to Lead. So congratulations again to Wes Anderson. We're looking forward to hearing that. Thank you also. To Crandall's Quality Landscaping, allworkclothing.com, and Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Reds suck. Hey, uh, check my hands. They, they look okay? Okay.